You're listening to the Tom Ficklin Show with Tom Ficklin on WNHHLP 103.5 FM. Harry, good morning. How you doing? How you doing, Tom? Good. Uh, it's really a pleasure to have Joelle Fishman here with me. That was Zach Carroll in a little musical intro. Zach's a student at Gateway Community College. And for, for there's a very a full disclosure reason that I continue to kind of mention Gateway Community College because I have the opportunity to be a part-time lecturer uh, there in terms of the fundamentals of communication course and Zach's a student uh, in my in the, the second year second semester class that I'm teaching and I guess love the talent I've met I mean I can't mention the other 40 I, sh- I could mention the other 45 students by name that I've had a chance to interact with last semester and this semester but there but the talent abounds the talent abounds but it's not just a gateway talent abounds on the planet and I think the key is how do we kind of uh, nurture and, and promote our talent and not have our talent be impaired and, and poisoned and Kind of uh, roadblocks to encounter their their full fruition of their of their destiny and their purpose, and we're we're going to talk a little bit about destiny and destiny and purpose, not just in the total metaphorical or philosophical sense, but uh, Joelle is is here and she's been on the I won't say the battlefield, the the planet Earth, and kind of just nurturing, planting seeds, sharing sharing information, uh, stirring up stirring up a little bit, Joelle. I think I think you could say, but but sometimes when you got you to have kind of synergy and energy, you have to kind of stir things up. You want to if you just imagine just even just baking something, you got to put the ingredients together. Sometimes pound the seeds, sometimes till the soil. So you know, Frederick Douglass has talked about that, and others have talked about how do we create uh, positive energy. And so Joelle, just uh, to give you a little more specifics, has been has been the chair of the Connecticut uh, Communist Party USA. And she's also a commissioner of the City of New Haven Peace Commission and serves on the executive board of the Alliance of Retired Americans in America, in, in, in Connecticut, rather. And, is an, and, and to say that she is an active member of many economic rights and social justice organizations is really somewhat of an understatement. But again, um, and I, so, it's such a pleasure to have Joelle here. It's easy to kind of talk to folks on the air that have been really pathfinders and leaders and, and just have devoted their, their, their heart, mind and soul to what social justice and social change is. And I say it's easy to have to talk because talk is easy, but walk is a different story. But she's been walking the walk in so many ways. Uh, she was a candidate for Congress in 1973 to 1982, uh, maintaining the minor party ballot status for the Communist Party in Connecticut's third congressional district. And no offense to, I forget who was running. I don't know. It wasn't Rosa. Who was the, Larry Denardis? There, there are a lot of people. It could have been Larry Denardis. It could have been uh, uh, Bruce Morrison. But does it doesn't matter in terms of who, who it was. The fact is just to have uh, these these additional alternatives for people. People forget that the that the Republican Party was a third party started and that the, the two dominant parties could not resolve things. And then the Republican Party emerged. And certainly we saw with the last uh, uh, campaign, we had certainly the Bernie Sanders wing and the and the uh, let's say the, the Hillary wing. Uh, so in terms of how things evolved. Things evolve, people evolve, institutions evolve. We hopefully as a species will evolve to be more, more peaceful. And Joelle's been on that path of how can we kind of encourage and stimulate our, our evolutionary uh, uh, instinct to, 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 to peace, that, that, that so-called reptilian brain. How can we kind of uh, make the reptilian brain part of our, rep, our brain that's called the reptilian brain 
less dominant and kind of our peace and meditation and, and, uh, and collaborative aspect of our brain more, more, uh, more, more prominent and kind of, kind of take over, to take over things. So Joelle, good, good morning. It's a pleasure to see you. Oh, good morning, Tom. It's a pleasure to be here. And first, I just want to appreciate the um, long contribution, long and consistent contribution that you have made to uh, our thinking and our sharing and uh, independent media within our community. Uh, you're a real, a real bedrock, and we, we depend on you and appreciate you very much. Joel, I appreciate your saying that. I, I wake up each morning and decide whether it would be bedrock is a good, good, good <laughs> phrase. Whether I'm, I've been rock, I've been rocking the bed a little longer than normally in terms of beyond my eight hours. But you know, sometimes the streams of life will kind of wash you. Even if you're on the side or on, on the on the beachhead, you'll be washed washed into activity. So I'm uh, the the tidal wave that that we hear about this were either resistance or just kind of getting in the mix or or uh, acting up or stirring up or just being present. So, you know, in spite of my uh, stealing naps from time to time, I still realize that we got to, we hear this phrase awoke. So you got, you got to be awake. And, yes. and, and sometimes it's good to exercise that, <clears throat> to exercise that awake muscle as much as we can to kind of realize that, you know, sometimes struggle is, it can, might be the, the public health antidote to, to a lot of our problems. And not to um, go down memory lane, but mm-hmm. in reference to the uh, election campaigns that I ran, uh, uh, First of all, one of the things I'm very proud of is that we formed a slogan for the campaign mm. in 1974. I remember two o'clock in the morning, we settled on our slogan, mm. people before profits. Mm. People before Boy, profits. has that gotten yes. popular. Yes, yes. And at that time, there was a, um, what we might call a blue dog Democrat, a conservative Democrat that was serving the third congressional district. And... Uh, we put forward issues about equality and jobs and economic rights, and uh, people responded to that. And uh, eventually it helped to change the climate in the congressional district to the point where Bruce Morrison, a legal aid lawyer, instead of a corporate lawyer, mm-hmm. was elected. And so that's something that I feel pretty good about uh, looking back. And I think it helped. It has helped. Of course, it's a long time ago. But uh, we we build upon our history. But, you know, that's we we definitely build upon our history. So those of us that live in the third congressional district, and and thanks to though the New Haven Independent and WNHH, this is a worldwide kind of operation. But here in New Haven, if you're listening from outside uh, Connecticut or anywhere on the planet, uh, our current congressperson is, is is Rosa DeLauro, and Bruce Morrison held the office for a while. Uh, Larry Denard has held the office for a while. Bob Jimo held, held the office for a while. But certainly, uh, you're absolutely right. The the people can influence a policy and, and public persona and, and activity every every day, every moment. So, and certainly these days require even more influencing and and maybe even resisting and and, and taking over and modifying and repealing and re, and replacing. I'll just I'll just say that. But but you're, you're absolutely right. It's important, regardless of whether you see your your party of, of affiliation and be in power, you still have your free expression to, uh, uh, to, to exercise your rights. That, that, that's a, that's a 24 seven, 365 responsibility. And you've, you've certainly uh, helped to do that. I was kidding, you. kidding you, uh, Joel, that I've missed several of the events over the last <laughs> five or 10 years that, that you've had, you had a, uh, a Frederick Douglass event, uh, back in, in, in February. That's correct. We did. We recognized the uh, 200th year of the birth of, uh, Frederick Douglass, and really, if you think about it, Frederick Douglass was the ultimate resistor mm. in our country's history. He stood up 
uh, against slavery, and he, and he went on to stand up for uh, not only emancipation, but for equal rights following emancipation and voting rights, not only for um, black men, since white men already had the vote, but for women mm-hmm. and all people. So uh, we, we recognized him, and we recognized the descendants of the 29th uh, Regiment, mm-hmm. uh, who Frederick Douglass had come to Criscolo Park, yes, uh, which was then called Grapevine Point, uh, and uh, had spoken to the uh, free black men who were troops going to fight in the Civil War for freedom for everyone. And he addressed them here in New Haven, and, and we recognized uh, the 29th, the descendants of the 29th at our event. Indeed, and that's so important that you reference. We, of course, we know about the Amistad statue downtown, but here we have our, We also have the 29th Descendants uh, Memorial uh, just in Fairhaven there. And so this little old town of, of, of New Haven has, we, we, have a, we, we have a landmark a landmark in history. Uh, some folks might be curious, Joel, about the Connecticut Communist Party. Let me just say that it is a political party of the working class, for the working class, with no corporate sponsors or billionaire backers. And uh, it certainly has had a history worldwide. And it's, it's actually, people confuse, I think, forget that it's really for democracy, equality, and socialism is for a, sustain, a sustainable future in a world that puts people before profits, as you mentioned. Uh, I know that you've had the, bre- the presidential candidates on the com- for the Communist Party here. I know Jarvis Tyner has been here, and Gus Hall has been here, and, and others. Um, and, and there's still if people want to get involved with the, with the with the Communist Party here in Connecticut. How should they reach? How should they pursue that activity? Um, well, the best thing they could do is uh, go online and look at um, our uh, Facebook page. Or look at our um, uh, ctpeoplebeforeprofits.blogspot.com, our web page. And uh, that has also our email address, uh, uh, ctcpusa.org. And um, we would love to uh, meet you and uh, work together. People are thinking much bigger now. Mm -hmm. We're in Mm -hmm. a time of such danger and, uh, and yet at the same time, opportunity is the way I like mm, to think mm, about this mm, moment mm. that we're in. And the danger is, look at what we have in the White House, mm, mm. a white supremacist whose main advisor is a fascist. Mm-hmm. We have heads of departments, a fascist that wants to deconstruct government uh, so that it will not meet the needs of any people except for the super rich and the military. Uh, and then we have a Department of Education head who doesn't believe in public education, a Department of Environment head who uh, doesn't believe there's climate change. Uh, we have a, um attorney general uh, who doesn't believe in everybody's right to vote, so it's quite a dangerous time that we're in. And yet at the same time, look at what happened mm. on the day mm. after election. Five million people, largely women and women led in the streets for the Women's March. And it's continued mm-hmm. right on. Yes. It's yes. Worldwide. 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 Mm-hmm. And it's continued on from there. And so we have this beautiful resistance that's building. And the thing that's so significant when you talk about all the different departments and agencies, healthcare, education, uh, labor, that the, those who are in charge in Washington mm-hmm, right mm-hmm, now mm-hmm. oppose those views. And so, therefore, we're all together. That's we right. have to have a resistance and a movement 
where everybody is concerned about everybody else's issue and we're all moving together as one. And that's, that's how we can change the situation uh, to be in favor of the needs of people and, and planet and, and humanity. Indeed, indeed. Again, you're listening to the Tom Ficklin Show, and it's a pleasure to have Joelle Fishman uh, with me this morning. And Joelle is the, chairs the Connecticut Communist Party of U, uh, USA here in Connecticut. And Joelle, some people that might have just listened to what you've said might have said, oh, that's true, or they might have said, no, that, oh, that can't be true. But these are certainly times where um, one has to decide <laughs> what the reality is. I can laugh and joke. You can cry. You can be depressed. But certainly, there's enough on the plate. If you're if you're a tax paying person, you're you're going to pay. You're, you still have an investment in in, this, in the government as it stands. And so, something's afoot. Something's of of great magnitude, minor magnitude, no magnitude. But you may be swept up in this earthquake, whether we know it or not. And you know the bombs, as we know, have recently dropped. In Syria, so this is a the best I can say a fascinating time. I I, I love history, and as you know, I'm a, a, a digital content addict, and but was an addict of information before even the internet. And certainly, as you say, historians will look 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 back upon this time with uh, perhaps a few interpretations. But the point remains: what historians write about these times really will depend on us. And uh, everybody's pretty angry about uh, Donald Trump. You know, um, not paying taxes, not mm-hmm. revealing mm-hmm. what his taxes are, mm-hmm. uh, taking um, uh, the, uh, what is it, 54 billion, billion from the um, human needs part of the budget and putting it right into the military mm-hmm. budget. Mm-hmm. Um, people are pretty angry also about... Um, Corporate tax loopholes yes. that are creating um, a big deficit right in our Connecticut state budget. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have um, the billionaires for tax cuts mm. uh, spoof mm-hmm. going on on that day. And it should be a lot of fun. And I hope people are able to come out uh, and, and, and get the point that uh, we can solve all the problems mm-hmm. that we have in mm-hmm. terms of jobs and poverty. We can solve those um, if we go to where the resources are, uh, the 17 billionaires in Connecticut, they're not personal targets, mm-hmm. but what is the policy if, if, if the uh, top earners were to pay the same rate of taxes as all the rest mm. of us, we wouldn't even have a budget deficit in our state. Mm. So these are mm. some of the issues that will be raised uh, in Hartford, uh, starting from the... Um, uh, federal courthouse, and then marching over to the state capitol on uh, Tuesday, April 18. And that's a national, there's things happening all over See, the country, yes. the 15th through the 18th around tax day. There's actually another march uh, on the 15th in, in Hartford as well mm-hmm. around uh, some of these very issues. I, I, re- I really appreciate your saying that because people forget about, well, Shay's Rebellion, and if we, if we look at the, the Tea Party, if we look at taxation without no representation, it, you could actually look at American history just through the tax the tax lens of who's taxed, who isn't taxed. If you look at the oh the prohibition issue and how that maybe got resolved with uh, having ta- taxes on liquor. So t- taxation has really been perhaps, and again, I go back to the Tea Party, uh, perhaps the, the reason that America is, is here. And then we had people like Shays and Shays Rebellion even rebel earlier on. So I really love this historical moment, people understanding that separate and apart from, what, from the poison that's emanating in, 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 in D.C., uh, every, every, Amer- hi- 
to live, you're living a historical moment. To live in America, this is certainly a, a historical moment, and certainly this this time of controversy and and really a ch- challenge to what our, our core ethics and values are, like never before. And I don't even want to say never before, Joel, because when I think of looking at you and and knowing your mother and and she's she's taking a class with uh, with Cliff Graves at uh, Gateway, again Gateway Community College in history. So when we think of Ro- and, and Cliff talks about Robeson and you you reference Fred, Frederick Douglass and others. So perhaps uh, uh, at, at some level, gets to live in America has has always been one of where is this tension between your our ethics and our and our practical kind of uh, more moral kind of a uh, standard. Well, Tom, on over the weekend, I went to a community screening of the film Thirteenth about the 13th Amendment. That mm-hmm. was put on by uh, a wonderful fighter we have, uh, Representative Robin Porter, mm-hmm. along with um, Senator Winfield. And um, what a heavy, what a difficult film to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of the brutality and exclusion against African Americans throughout our history. Um, but what it showed is that um, racism is built into capitalism. It's systemic uh, within the very be- beginnings of our country. And um, we have to take a stand for justice at every step of the way in terms of the prison industrial complex and the school to prison pipeline and uh, all forms of racism. But we also, I think there is a growing appreciation that we have to change our system Mm -hmm, in order mm -hmm, to achieve mm -hmm, equality. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that's going to be a part of our historic narrative in the United States, I believe. Absolutely. Totally agree. And, and yes, shout out to Robin for yesterday at CONCAD had the screening. I think uh, Dave, I forget Dave's name from the ACLU was on the panel as well. And, and Gary Holder Winfield and the the Sunday before the NAACP also here in New Haven screened 13th at Metropolitan Business Academy and the, the 13th, uh, it's on Netflix. Uh, Netflix is not free, but it's so ubiquitous. I'm pretty sure anybody listening might have been able to get access to someone's password for, 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 for Netflix to watch the 13th. And it's very, very it's provocative. Of, obviously, we had the uh, Michelle Alexander film uh, book, rather, on uh, uh, the, the, the new Jim Crow. But the 13th is well done. And I'm just so freeze, pleased with the popularity of people's of, of the screenings. Yes. Um, uh, let's go to, so we have April, Tuesday, April 18th, the tax day, which is again, so key because there are some people that still pre- believe that they should not even have to pay taxes because of the reasons that you've just mentioned, but I won't go there today. Uh, and we have one Saturday, April 22nd, Earth Day, Science Marches, Hartford and New Haven and events are going to be in Naugatuck. And tell us a little, little bit about that, Joel, for it. Saturday, April 22nd is, is Earth Day. Because everything, as you say, when you mention save, if you want to save the whales, you can save yourself. If you want to save the, uh, the hippopotamuses, you, you can save people on Dixwell Avenue. So the, the intertwining of our issues now, we can, we can just see it's freedom and liberation that kind of are the major themes. Uh, 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 liberation of the spirit, expression of the spirit. Just uh, how can we become free spirits and not... Uh, uh, not in debt to, 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 to others and to society. And not enslaved to corporate profits and division and war. Uh, I agree with you. Well, can you imagine that in the United States in 2017, we have to march for science? Yes. We have to march to say there is objective reality. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's being denied by uh, some of the top people in our land. So that's that's an amazing thing, and it should be a lot of pause for thought. And so 
scientists have grabbed a hold of Earth Day to say we're going to um, we're going to make ourselves known mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, give an opportunity for the public uh, to participate. And uh, that that is uh, kicking off a week of uh, action uh, connected around climate change, which will culminate on the 29th of April um, in Washington, D.C. Yes, major march, yes. And this is uh, Climate Jobs and Justice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have had the opportunity to uh, listen in on some of the national phone call planning sessions and who is in the room is not just environmental organizations, which is what you would assume for a climate march. Who is in the room is unions, NAACP chapters, uh, Native peoples, the, ho- the youth. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Everybody is saying we, we have to um, have a sustainable society or we won't have a society Mm, at mm, all mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and so though the interconnection of issues and movements is what is the hope at this time in my opinion indeed you know what Jeanette uh Joelle before time gets away from me slips away from me share with us a little bit we'll come back to some of the other events but share with me a little bit the people center I mean we have places to kind of hang out uh and 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 the Elks, I'm just, there's place for people to commune, but the people center on Howe street, people have been communing there for, for a number of years, but you have some regular activities that people should know about. We sure do. Well, I'm very privileged to be the coordinator at the new Haven people center, which is located at 37 Howe street. And actually it was formed in 1937, um, by, um, uh, immigrants who had, who had come in, uh, the turn of the century uh, escaping persecution, mostly in Eastern Europe, and uh, they were mostly Jewish, and they were many. They were all workers, workers mm. with their hands, mm-hmm. and many communists and socialists. And they wanted a place to maintain their culture and tradition. So they put their nickels and dimes together over the years and got this building. And they looked around when they came to uh, the promised land, <laughs> and they saw racism and segregation. They were shocked. They were very upset about it, and so they opened the doors of the People's Center, yes. which was the site of the first black and white uh, integrated theater group in New Haven mm. called mm. Unity Players, mm. uh, which won a prize at a, in a contest at the Yale Rep at one Cut time. It out. Cut it out. And also the first black and white integrated basketball team mm. in the history of the city of New Haven called the New Haven Red Wings. Mm. Well, Today, the, <laughs> uh, the, the building has maintained a, um, a tradition. It's all volunteer through the generations of whatever the cutting edge issues are. It's a safe space for organizing yeah. and learning and, 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 uh, and social justice. Uh, right now, the, one of the major uh, uses of the building is uh, by Unidad Latina and Acción, mm-hmm. who has... There's space on the second floor and weekly meetings and many, many activities. The People's Center itself is uh, offering a uh, resistance Thursday sort of potluck like and that. a place to sure. come together mm-hmm. and have community in very, in very stressful times and also to find out what's going on. And then for, I think it's 10 years now, uh, we, uh, Bob Bidone has his... Yes open mic venue called Free to Spit mm-hmm. on the first Friday of every month, and that's usually a packed house and uh, a great a great thing everybody should check out. 
Absolutely not. I've, I'm uh, always amazed when I, the few times I, I, I admit in public, it hasn't been as many times as I, I should, I say I'm going to go to almost every event, but the few times I've been there, uh, Joel, just looking up at the plaque and looking at 1937 and just thinking, what were those folks thinking here in the, here in the States, looking across the shore, wondering what the future might be really for the planet and, and for, for their, for their loved ones, but to still say to themselves, we have to still establish something. Yeah. And if I could, can I add please, on that please, a little ab- bit? Absolutely. <clears throat> so this was the, uh, this was immigrants, yeah. right? So now today we have wonderful people contributing to our society who are coming here from other countries, from um, uh, South America, Latin America, uh, from Europe, from all over, all the continents of the world, and they're being shunned by the president of mm. our country. Mm. And I, if I could tell this short story, Please, because absolutely. I've been looking for how I can mm-hmm. express this. Mm-hmm. When the Muslim ban was announced, and everybody was at the airports, and there was complete chaos, the first thing that came to my mind was very personal. Mm. It was the surgeon who saved my life. Mm in August of 2015, a wonderful human being who came to this country at age five, I think it was, from Iran, Mm. from one of the countries now on the ban list. And I talked to him about this, and um, I found out that his mother is an elementary school teacher, um, you know, has helped to raise up thousands of kids. Um, His uh, father is a um, engineer and teaches engineering. And one of his students is the person who was the head of the project to rebuild after 911. Mm. Mm. Uh, mm. His, he said his brothers and sisters were all doctors and teachers. So what a tremendous contribution. This just one family mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. that I happen to connect with makes to our country and our society. And so what are we saying we're saying, you don't have anything to contribute. You're evil. He said, we turn on the television and it is what it is. It's a terrible thing. Mm. And then when you look at how in uh, our city, um, churches and places are figuring out how to be hey, safe havens. Yes, People yes. are mm-hmm. having mm-hmm. to hide in the United States in 2017. It's unacceptable. Mm. And so if we come together, we can turn this around. Absolutely. And so we have the Tuesday, April 18th. And thanks for sharing that because it, it, it's the human story. It's our recognizing that we're humans first before we might be citizens of a particular country or that, that, right. that kind, kind, kind of kick in. Uh, and even just the, the history of uh, you know Babylon and just where uh, civiliz- civilization developed. We, we think of, of the Middle East now in so many controversial and, and war-tinged war terms. But yeah, I mean, the cradle of civilization. So it's just... It's just this this human journey. You you and I are still a little. We might be around around the globe a few more years. I think solar returns. Let, let, let's hope so. But it's, it is an interesting kind of thing about the past. But as you say, you can think about the past, but you can really act now in, in the present and, and lay the seeds seeds for the future. We have upcoming also, um, Joel. Again, this is the Tom Ficklin show. I'm really the pleasure to talk to to Joel Fishman today. We have on February 28th, and well, I'll put some of these notes. Uh, uh, on, on, on Facebook as well. Uh, the, the Workers' Memorial and in conjunction with the Connecticut AFL, AFL-CIO at Bushnell Park uh, on Friday, April 28th. What's that all about? Yes. Uh, well, that's an annual national day uh, that um, 
pays tribute to workers who have been killed on the job. Mm. And when you think about the uh, money that is now being taken out of OSHA mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. in in this uh, present climate, uh, that's pretty chilling. So, um, you know, you go to work to, at the in the morning and say goodbye to your family mm. and your family and you are expecting you to come home. But mm-hmm. without the proper workplace connect, um, protections, uh, that is that is not a given. And uh, I believe that uh, climate change issues will be interconnected uh, into that annual um, event as well. That, that's so, that's so important. You know, my mind goes to we've had the occupy movement and, and we've had uh the black life movement black lives movement is still is still in, in existence of course uh uh people know about the march on washington but they also don't always know about the the march on washington under a philip randolph that did not take place just just, just a threat of it uh and there was even a march on washington in like in 1958 that had a smaller kind of uh uh publicity there's a some some photos at the yale at the yale art gallery talking about that showing that 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 small march but Again, marches are, are part part of our history, and this the climate march in in uh, in, in D.C. That's going to that's going to be a biggie. It's 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 a uh, it's 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 an unusual situation where, and then the Black Black Panthers are still their their fiftieth anniversary. There's a lot of celebrations there. There's there's a lot of activity for people to decide, not necessarily what your ideology or, or your motif or your or your passion is, but what, what what do you like to do? If you like to if you like to if you're a dramatist, there's there's time to kind of write something, portray something that might have a social impact. If you like music, there's certainly time for, for, for inspiring music. If you, if you like to, uh, to, to, to create a, a new, a new product, there's time for a product that might make the, make the, that might make the planet whole or, or to, or to solve kind of, kind of cancer. So I would say whether you may not feel that you're politically motivated or, or, uh, into any particular cause, but if you're on the planet at this time, just, just looking around and talking to people, I think you might find something that you might be able to, Kind of, kind of stir your 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 inner inner being for how can we all get along? Yes, and uh, and these these are very harsh times. And uh, if you're alone and just overwhelmed, it's easy to get depressed, demoralized, uh, alienated. And so, but when you come together mm-hmm. with others and mm-hmm. act, mm-hmm. it's very very um, strengthening. And uh, when I mentioned the uh, Workers Memorial Day, I I, I wanted to also sure, add sure. in mm-hmm. um, the Koch brothers, yes, um, which is a far right uh, billionaire uh, set of <laughs> brothers who have been trying to influence state legislatures across this country and have been. They write sample mm-hmm. um, uh, legislation in Connecticut. There were 77 bills heard in one day before the Appropriations Committee. I went up there mm. to testify that would destroy the right to union for, of workers to have a voice at work. That mm-hmm. is to have a union, mm. collective bargaining rights. Mm. Mm. So we can't be asleep here in Connecticut just because we say, well, we're a blue state. No, uh, these uh, corporate interests that want to divide us are busy at work. And we have to be very vigilant. And then at the same time, we can't just be defensive. We also have to go on to the offensive. There's bills to raise the minimum wage. There's uh, a bill for paid family and medical leave. Uh, there's a bill being heard on Wednesday for pay equity mm. for women. Mm. Um, there's a bill on police accountability. So we have, even though you know that's the, po- uh, the uh, political system, 
but we have to look at the issues that's right and how they're going to affect our lives and then we have to make our voices heard you know your, your points re- really well taken uh, 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 fo- folks in North Haven voted more people voted for the, the current president in North Haven than than, than the Democratic person more people voted in Bethany for the current the, the current president and if we look at our we have the equal number of state senators here in the state. So our small state is still not, we're not necessarily a dominant. We, 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 we love Rosa and, and Larson, yes. et cetera, but nonetheless, in terms of the state, state, state politics, local politics, our Connecticut politics, it's, it's pretty much we're, we're, we're even Stephen from a state Senate standpoint. Uh, CBIA, as you reference, is very active in this regard. So wherever you want to cast your bucket down and, and regardless of how deep you want to kind of, kind of dig it or, or, or cast it down, you'll, you may be, be able to find uh, something that m- m- might attract your attention. Yeah, and I've been talking folks to uh, Joel, Joel to, with a lot of people on the uh, other side to kind of just get, get a chance to understand them and to understanding others sometimes is really key now. Uh, so, so I urge people to reach out. If you encounter someone that has a different point of view, kind of have a civil discourse with them. Talk, talk to them, kind of just get a, a feeling for what's kind of motivating them. I'm, I'm motivating them. I'm convinced if they, if you really kind of a, uh, chat at any length with someone that you think might be have antipathy towards you you may still be able to find some common some common ground i'm 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 convinced i'm convinced of that the uh uh uh, speaking of uh common ground and understanding uh on this wednesday i'm going to have a chance to chat i mentioned joel with uh jimmy jones here on wnhh and jimmy is going to have an event at at at, uh, the old divinity school on thursday on black lives matter all lives matter and Jimmy Jones, it's going to be an event at the Divinity School on Thursday to kind of uh, honor the uh, the 20-year retrospective of the of the. Uh, let's just say that the the his son Malik Jones uh, was uh, the words I don't want to necessarily use were murdered or assassinated or killed killed, but nonetheless there was a police interaction and it turned out that Malik was was dead as as a result of that interaction. Uh, so there's going to be a, a panel at the at the Divinity School next this coming Thursday. And I'm looking forward to talking to Jimmy Jones on Wednesday. And Jimmy, I uh, uh, met him early in the 70s and met you also earlier in the 70s that yes. you're running for, for a congressional office. Again, this is the Tom Ficklin campaign. Uh, I say not, not Tom Ficklin campaign. This is the Tom Ficklin <laughs> show. Yes, Tom Ficklin for president. <laughs> we, and we all got to kind of, you know, ele- elect yourself. Elect yourself yes. to, to, to an office. Elect, uh, appoint yourself. And even some of my theologian friends, and this is Holy Week for some, uh, you know, uh, anoint yourself. Uh, whatever you need to do to kind of get to get you to to recast yourself, re- recast, refurbish, reinspire, ignite yourself is maybe maybe we're long overdue for that. Uh, and it's it it can be really a pleasure to be involved with this truly hi- historical and and her, her story moment. Uh, Joelle, we have on we have the People's Climate March in D.C., which again uh, there will be local th- things going on. I'm not sure is there a bus leaving for, here from Connecticut at uh, all? There are several of? buses uh, that will be leaving. You can go to the website 350.org, and uh, they will uh, list the various buses and the availability at this time. There's other organizations sending buses, but I think that's mm-hmm. that's basically uh, the main clearinghouse for that. And 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 you referenced a part part about if you feel isolated. A lot of my mental health and therapists and yoga people talk about. And even theologian friends are chatting about even if uh, because there is a potential plague of your mental health being being assaulted, given what's in the news, you know, communion and collaboration, as you just indicated, and kind of talking to people and being around folks of your similar and, and, and 
being around people just in general is really might be the nice thera- therapeutic thing to do. So people say the, 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 the you know, bus trips, why should I go to a bus trip, go on a bus trip? But, but it, it, it's inspiring and it's it fun. Right. It's inspiring, but also the connections and just for you to kind of see and fantasize and imagine when you, when you see a lot of people and you're involved with something, you hear things, guess what? Inspiration comes from a variety of forms. So it's an opportunity to kind of just, uh, reinforce what, what this collective, uh, path is to, 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 to the march of becoming more human. We're trying to encourage especially young people to go. It's something you'll probably remember your entire life. It may help to shape your yes, life. Yes. I was there in 1963 when Martin mm-hmm. Luther King gave his I Have a Dream speech. I'll never forget that. And it did help uh, to shape my life. And also local things that we do help to shape our mm-hmm. lives. Mm-hmm. I think in New Haven, the work of um, New Haven Rising is just spectacular. Mm. Mm. And they've they've been out there on this issue of jobs, jobs for everybody. We have neighborhoods in in uh, New Haven, African-American and Latino, primarily neighborhoods where you still have huge unemployment and uh, and an inability to um, move forward with with your life. Mm -hmm. Uh, And uh, New Haven Rising has encouraged people to become engaged in their communities, encourage people to run for office and get elected. And I think we have these local models that we can look at and examine and uh, learn from as we go forward in this uh, period, uh, you know, beyond New Haven, learn from beyond, beyond our communities. And there may be other examples in other communities to learn from. Too. You know, you're, you're absolutely right. Uh, again, it's 2017 and, you and I remember the the Humphrey Hawkins Full Employment Act and yes. uh, Model Cities and CETA. So there's been many efforts to uh, how do we kind of kind of match our, the resources that circulate in this Elm City town and how are the resources distributed and how do we all profit from it? And as you say, people before before profits. But nonetheless, in 2017, these are still real real issues. They're even real issues in my mind, Joel. Even because the jobs that will be in the future, many of them are unnamed and unspecified and undefined. And even on the, on the, on the downside, many of my academic friends are using the, we know about outsourcing and layoffs and, and, and downsizing, but he, many of my academic friends are the word um, useless. The useless class is even permeating the academic discourse about how many jobs will, will there, will, will there be and how many, and the, not everyone being able to really find employment you know because of automation and et cetera robotics and driverless cars et cetera so this is a key another key moment in our history of of what does it mean to uh what is the social contract with government and, and, and the provision of services not separate apart from from health care and just imagine if um uh first of all they have to be sustainable and healthy jobs mm-hmm. um when bernie sanders uh, went to Kentucky a couple weeks ago and met with miners who had voted for Trump. And then he said, because they they needed jobs. Yes. So they wanted the mine to reopen. And he just asked the question, well, if you had a decent job, good paying, that wasn't mining, would you want it? The place erupted with applause. Of course, who wants that mm, dirty mm, mm, job that makes the mm. whole planet dirty? So uh, there are many uh, new kind of jobs but then also, if we have a surplus of time, uh, we can have a shorter work week. Mm-hmm, we can, mm-hmm, you know, let's mm-hmm. vision out way into That's the right. future. That's right. And That's you right. were talking about creativity and artistry and all of that. It would be more time 
mm-hmm. uh, for people to uh, develop their other their other contributions. Indeed, indeed. Let's let's Joel. Let's, we're going to have we're going to have you back. By the way, that, 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 that's a deal. <laughs> and and Harry's Harry's going to give me the sign shortly. Let's we uh, we have events on April 29th. May first and May seventh. So let's 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 go to because uh, I really I want skip people, to May seventh if we well, could. Well, oh. that's why I want. We we definitely May is is the we want to end on that. That's that's okay, really key. But you. but April April twenty ninth. Oh, April twenty ninth. If you're not going to Washington D.C. for the People's Climate March, is going to be a large uh, immigrant rights rally uh, at the state capitol called Here to Stay. It was initiated by SEIU 32BJ, which is the uh, Justice for Janitors Union. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's kind of kicking off May Day weekend. And May Day mm. is International Workers Day. And Indeed. It was born in the United States, but it was only really celebrated in socialist countries and not very much in the United States. But when the immigrants yes. came and they had celebrated in their countries, they adopted that day for their own rights. And then it reawakened May Day as a uh, day uh, for workers' rights all over our country. So that's going to be at 1 o'clock on the north steps of the state capitol. And, um, and then uh, during on May Day itself, which is May 1st, there will be um, uh, a day without immigrant rallies in New Haven mm. and Bridgeport. Mm. And then this whole mm. April 4th uh, to uh, May Day calendar that we've put together, uh, which isn't ex- exhaustive but its highlights yes uh will culminate uh on uh, sunday may 7th mm-hmm. the connecticut people's world committee every year has an event on may day we used to have it in the people's center mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. uh but it was a statewide event we have various events and we decided that that one will have that in hartford and uh so we go up to hartford or hartford folks come out from there um the theme we won't go back unity and solidarity can win uh, it's going to be at the um, King Davis Labor Center mm-hmm. uh, in the afternoon at five o'clock. And we're going to invite workers who are on the front lines in these different struggles to present in a panel. Uh, we'll have a PowerPoint about May Day around the world, see pictures of what is happening in other countries around the globe yes. on that day and a homemade buffet. So everybody is quite welcome. <laughs> and uh, you, the, um, the email address for the Connecticut People's World is ct-pww at po box one word pobox dot com. That that that's so that's so important. I mean, I'm a history addict as you are, and just if you look at American history, just through the labor lens, that labor unions were not always legal. People don't even realize that it was at one time illegal for you to even want to try to organize people. So if you look at this issue of of, of control and versus dissemination of information and control versus dissemination of resources. You can look at America in a variety of ways. You can go back to the three, the, the original three fifths clause where we kind of had the schizophrenia of wanting to count, count a person three fifths of a person, but still have that person count as, as a full property ownership. It's really a fascinating thing, this American psyche, but the labor unions just itself, labor history, just forget about your, your perception or your ideology or your value system on labor, on, on labor, but child labor we know was not always a good thing. I mean, it lasted for a while, but we had child exploitation, not to mention slavery. So labor history itself, you referenced just as we conclude, Joel, and I'm going to give you the last word, um, MLK, and again, let's just remind everybody that he's fighting for union rights in Memphis. I mean, he's 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 he's, he's a labor organizer. He's he's fighting for union rights for. Uh, and you mentioned the the word uh, uh, 
custodian. So as the last word, as we kind of wind down, we have a lot of events coming up. People can share with how people can reach you. And I just want to thank you again for being on the show. And again, uh, freedom and justice and the struggle continues, but the joy can also continue and the exhilaration can, can still continue, but we have to choose it, claim it, affirm it. And, and really, uh, uh, you know, put, Push, push it. Be, be the vanguard. These words are not just stereotypes. These words are really how do we nurture and spin and and and, and increase our, our our capacity for being a peace warriors. But but Joelle, you have the last word. Well, that was a beautiful last word you gave. But the future is up to us, the people. Uh, we have to recognize each other's needs, hopes, and dreams, and come together and create that future. And it's just been wonderful to have this conversation, Tom, on your show. Thank you once again. I'll, I'll see, I'll see, we'll see each other soon. And thanks for listening to Tom Ficklin's show. And we'll talk to you soon. Harry, thanks for your, your tremendous work as always.